Welcome back to yet another episode of American Dudoxy. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute, fellas. Welcome back to the Honey Hut. Mayor mm-hmm. Dave, what up, buddy? Yes, sir. It's been a little hiatus and things been busy trying to get ready for fall. And obviously you've been busy because uh, I just got a fresh cucumber here. Tried to light it, too, but it did not work. <laughs> so <laughs> Put anything in front of Dave and he tries to light it. Right? That's right. <laughs> Stogie's a little, uh, little bit of the humidifier a little too long. Yeah, this thing's <laughs> <It's> moist. <laughs> Will not hold the light. Need a bigger torch. Mm, just to there and fries. <laughs> right. How about you, Mr. Uh, Kamikaze? Ah, doing good. Yeah. yeah, all good. Yeah, same thing. Fall, fall is upon us. It seems still good temps. Perfect time of year, though. I love this. Right, yeah. temp. It's not too hot, not too cold yet. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. Pretty fantastic. Good time to get out and do your yard chores, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's annoying is you're using the heater at full blast in the mornings, and in the afternoons you're at full air air conditioning. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the yeah. electric companies love that, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you know. Well, I'm talking about cars. Yeah. <laughs> Here. That, too. So, that, too. Get frosty in the morning and then. It's, yeah. yeah. That, too. Yeah. I think we've had the heat and the AC off in the house now for weeks. Me, too. Yeah. Nothing. So. Maybe yeah. my electric bill here in Colorado will be under a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> if I don't use any electricity, I wonder what my minimum is. Yeah, yeah. Your minimum is seven hundred. You got to pay for that to infrastructure upgrade for all mm-hmm. the uh, Colorado balls. Here. Yep, that's right. Someone's got to buy those new power lines and windmills, wind and <laughs> solar batteries, <laughs> battery packages. May as well be us hardworking Coloradans, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. You don't want your money. Come on, man. You're just going to blow it anyway mm-hmm. and blow it on cigars. Yeah. So, uh, well, man, that's a, it's been, it's been a epic, uh, I'd say an epic break. Oh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, sat down and kind of got together and boy, uh, the world seems to just keep spinning faster, <clears throat> faster yes, and faster. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I guess talking a little bit about the weather, you know, leading into leading into lifestyles, right? Mm-hmm. You know, lifestyles. We talk a lot about lifestyles and holding ourselves accountable. And uh, man, you know, there's never been a better time than now to become a little less reliant on somebody else, become a little healthier, become a little bit more educated, a little more knowledgeable. And that starts with us, right? Kind of factor in what do you need, what you don't need. Look through life through a different lens, especially with all the chaos in the world. And you start really looking at distractions for what they are, right? All the shiny stuff. Like when it comes down to it, what do you really need? And I and I think Mm -hmm. that's a that's a loaded question, right? Mm. Because as as Americans, as as Americans that have not been involved in since the second world war, I would say there's been a couple of nasty skirmishes and conflicts and wars since then. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Do not get me wrong, but the American public has not really had to sacrifice since like world war two. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it makes me wonder with everything that's going on. Um, 
you start looking around the world and with all the chaos and all the strikes and all the inflation and all that stuff, like it, there's going to be effects and or cause and effect cause and effects. Yep. I was going to say actions and consequences. Uh, and it just makes me wonder like what, what the world will look like in a year from now with everything that's compiled together today. So I just want to stress that again, right? Like take a look at yourself, take a look at your family and have those conversations like, Hey man, like if, if you haven't had that conversation with your loved ones and the people close to you, like, Hey man, you best keep your head on a swivel right now. I, th- I think you're missing out. Yeah. So, sorry, I had a little little rant there to start the podcast episode. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we are we are very comfortable right now, right? Americans are very comfortable, and we can start to see some unease. We'll pick on mortgages for a minute, right? The rates just ticked above eight percent on a thirty year fixed. People are kind of freaking out. Houses, you know, are starting to sink maybe a little bit. And because that's that's a high interest rate, right? Like, man, people haven't experienced that. The new buyers and stuff that that's the highest they've ever seen. Right. But but back up, right back up to the 80s. And it was double digits, 14, 15, 18 Mm percent. So, you know, when when you when you give everything time, it kind of gives it perspective. But but again, yeah, things things get weird and people freak out, right? That's just yeah. one little example of it. But yeah, it puts makes you uncomfortable. Look around, seeing all the the uncomfort caused by you know, can you afford your mortgage? Can are you gonna get more than you can afford really? And then you just get taxed, right? Then you have paying more on your mortgage than you can afford, and but the the things we do for luxury, huh? <laughs> Does this uh? equate to living within your means, Dwayne, or? Well, it sure, sure makes it harder now with that high yeah. of an interest rate, right? Well, if but you have a, <clears throat> if you have a brand new truck that you paid 80 grand for, that your, your payment on it's uh, well over a grand, uh, did yeah. you really need that? Or is it a want or is it a work vehicle? Well, I mean, what? Am I the how, only one that's still kind of? Drops a deuce when I hear 80 grand for oh. a pickup truck. Like, am I the only yeah. one that kind of puckers up oh, a little bit yeah. still? Like, yeah. what? $80,000 for yeah. a truck? And I keep asking, That's who crazy. is paying for this stuff? Dude, $80,000 mm-hmm. for a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For something that goes down in value, right? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second you leave the lot. Yeah. Dude, $80,000. But or a truck because your butt is puckering, it actually wipes it. It's so luxurious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's those are so premium, and those that's where really seats they you, both they both heat that puckered butt and, and cool. cool. Yeah, you need that. It's not a want; it's a need. And you know what? Yeah. You know how much better it pulls the boat, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, friend. I will say, man, I gotta admit. As a, as I would, I would kind of call myself like a, an old school gearhead, muscle head dude. Like there's no, how do they say that? Um, you can't, 
I can't remember how they say it. But anyway, like think of a big block, a big block V8, like a 409 or 440, you know, a big Uh engine, like horsepower. There's no replacement for displacement. Displacement. That's what it is. There you go. So like thinking like old school metalhead, like I remember growing up and I had a, had a 1961 Chevy uh, short box single cab truck. It had a small block 400 in it with a turbo 350 transmission. Mm-hmm. It was automatic. Had a little slap shift on the ground. Boom, 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 boom. And, dude, that truck was a hot rod. Like mm-hmm. four barrel carburetor. When you juiced it, you could hear them old quads. <laughs> just suck the gas. <laughs> boom. <Yeah. laughs> you know, you're cruising. Mm. You'll roll down windows with the gas tank behind the seat inside the yeah, cab. Yeah, yep. Uh, so yeah. always smell the awesome gas. Safety first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Right? Uh, and, and the air conditioning was you opened a vent and it opened up so that the faster you went, the more air came in the cab, um, (laughs) didn't have a backup camera, you know, anything like that. Uh, but thinking of that truck, like that truck to me was a hot rod horsepower. That thing was mean. Like it sounded good, dude. It was fast. Mm -hmm. And I remember going up the mountain, uh, as a kid, as a 16, 17, I was actually 18 when I bought that truck, took me a couple of years to save enough money. And I. Anyway, so I took it up the mountain and I thought I was like killing it because I could go up the mountain at like 50. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm 50. cruising at 50. Ooh, like getting maybe four gallons <laughs> yeah, to the mile. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, and, I, and I'm passing everybody up the mountain. Yep. Right. <laughs> and and nowadays with the new technology and the new engineering and the eight and 10 speed transmissions instead of the old three speed turbo 350 where you had to have 700 horsepower just because when it would shift gears, you go, right. Then it'd shift again. And if you're going uphill, you just lost speed. And then anything above 55 is just redline. So driving that thing, you know, and you corral it down the road because the steering wheel was as big as the table because it didn't have power steering. So uh, anyway, like, Nowadays, you can hop in any vehicle, and if you, like, drive to Denver and you go over Eisenhower, so you're up at, like, 11,000 feet. Dude, and every single car is going, like, 90. <laughs> like, and true. getting, like, 30 miles to yeah. the gallon. Yeah. And right. little soccer moms and grocery getters and old everything in between. Old grannies. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're in, like, this little souped-up four-cylinder whatever. <laughs> 1.8 turbos. It's like 12 yeah. gears of the transmission, dude, and it's ripping. And people AC full blast, watching a movie, probably texting and driving. Dude, and they're cruising. Cruise control set at like 90, going uphill. And it's it's like kudos to new school engineering because what a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, it, yeah. Dude, that used to take like the biggest, meanest engine you could find, and you could maybe do that. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And now... You go down and you buy four, four gallons a mile. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, dude, every yeah. car does it. And, and people are upset. Oh, this, this thing doesn't get 40 miles to the gallon. And they're going 90, 95 everywhere <laughs> they go. So, so to answer your question, like the new school stuff, like a new diesel pickup, like a new one ton Ford, Chevy, Dodge, whatever you want to buy. And things are like 1100 pound feet of torque stock they're like 6.7 liter diesels dude you can pull a 40 foot fifth wheel up that same mountain at 80 and 90 
with your air conditioner on. I remember. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, with your heated seats. I, I literally, when I was towing a boat with an, one of my older rigs, it was carbureted and all this. I'd have to turn the air conditioner on just so I didn't have to wind that motor up even further because it did. It really sucked the power down. Oh, turn yeah. it off. Yeah. It, yeah, Shut it was it awful. Off. Sometimes you turn the heat on in the turn summer the to draw the, exactly. draw the heat off the engine. That's tied to your yeah. radiator, right? Heck yeah. yeah, yeah cool dude. that thing down. I hear you. Just sweating bullets, you know, going 55. Well, I hope I don't the blow testament, it. The testament to the, to the displacement thing, I had a, a one, is it three-quarter ton? I'm a Ford guy. Like, I love Fords. I had an older, like 89, 90 Ford F250 with the 5.8 liter V8 Biggle. You know, it was, it had the granny gear and didn't have much power at all, right? Sluggish. And now I get like, I've got a Ford with a 3.6 liter now. Dude, three times the power of that, of that 5.8. Mm-hmm. Rips. Right? Yeah. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah just the, yeah. Engineering. Kudos. Yep. Right? Yeah, well, dude, yep. it's. And it's, it's phenomenal. So, again, talking like comfort, you look at these vehicles, dude, and there's there's a gadget and an app and a gizmo and something for everything. Like, oh, I have indicators when I can't change lanes because I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, yeah. too, I'm too, it's too hard to, and you can't see me, but I'm just going to pretend like I look over my shoulder. I can't do that. I just got to glance at my mirrors and see if my LED mm-hmm. lights on. Oh, don't change. Lights. That's a lot of work. It's work, dude. Yeah. You got to use your peripheral now to yeah. see that little light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you get the yeah. little vibration in your seat. <laughs> okay. Somebody's behind me. I'm getting off a roof. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, dude, like $80,000 mm-hmm. for. Yeah. We need this. It's cr- Yeah. So we need this need. Yeah. So I was driving. My mom actually got a, a newer car here a while back. This has been years ago wasn't brand new but it was newer it was a toyota i think and i'm driving this thing i'm like what is wrong with this car because i i get going and then i'm just i have the cruise control set and all of a sudden i'm going 65 i'm like this stupid thing and i floor it and get caught back up you know next thing i know i'm going 65 again what's going on it's got that that <laughs> the speed following whatever oh yeah I didn't. I didn't know that back years ago. The I was distance like, thing. Yes. Come up on a vehicle. Is this thing slowing down for? Yeah. So I figured it out. It took me a couple paths, but I was like, "This is broke. What is this mm-hmm. stupid cruise control? Sucks." Doesn't this thing know the speed limit on this is seventy-five? I set you at seventy-five, and then yeah. I like clicked it way up. So then I started going like eighty, and it was still accelerating. I'm like, "What is going on with this stupid thing?" That's your new AI at work. It's all the new Mm -hmm. fancy following. It'll automatically do. That's kind of scary because when you have those set and you're coming up on a vehicle and about the time you want to get over to pass. Oh, yes. You look and you turn your blinker on and then the car will slow down. Oh, you're like, oh, like got to recorrect and shut it off and speed up to pass. It'll it'll mess with you, man. Yeah. One of my friends has that lane assist. Yeah. It is ridiculous driving that thing because it it won't let it to change. You do. You have to fight the damn thing. (laughs) Unless you use your blinker, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, or it's not your uh, hand out the window anymore. Yeah. Does it shake the wheel or something? Yeah. Like when you you cross a line. Right right turn, Clyde. Hey, I know like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, man. But we are, man, we are a comfort driven society. And that, dude, that goes top to bottom, left to right, up one side, down the other, back and forth, odd, even black, white, yellow, orange, green. It doesn't matter, dude. Comfort is, has become 
the pinnacle. Everybody chases yeah. comfort. Right. Well, yeah, they chase power, but comfort is the byproduct of all that, right? Yeah. All the everything they're wanting to get, the bigger house, yeah. the nicer car. Fancy, fancy, it's, fancy. It's all in the name of, yeah, how do I make life more luxurious, more comfortable? How Easy. do I Easy. I want the, what that guy has, you know. Easy. And then you and then you look at our country. And I travel every couple of weeks, so I'm at airports a lot, so I see a lot of folks. And dude, eight out of 10 people are overweight and unhealthy. And, mm-hmm. and so to apply that to the health pandemic crisis in this country, it's the same thing. You know, all this stuff does things for you. It makes life easier. So you should be allowed to do more throughout your day. But I think the natural progression is it's easier. So I do less. So you don't take advantage and get more done. You get the same amount of things done. You just exert less effort, which burns less calories, which creates less exercise. And then the food that we take in is so calorie rich. And dude, we are just blowing up. That's including my, my Starbucks drinks that have all the frothy crap on the top, the (laughs) white stuff and all that. Is that what you're talking about too? Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. A cup of like a, a, a normal, and I won't even say Starbucks. I would say if you go anywhere and get like a a mocha, chocolate mocha. Frappuccino whatever, latte. Yeah. Yeah. La the, the kitchen, kitchen sink drinks with like two shots of coffee and sugar. <laughs> yeah. um, dude, they're like eight, nine hundred calories. Are. And they're seven to eight dollars each. Yeah. Nine, nine. Yeah. Eight, nine dollars. Or Some wow. of them like at an airport, you'll spend 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like a penny a calorie then. Mm-hmm. That's what you're spending. It's crazy. And to <laughs> put that insane. in perspective. So. 900 calories in a coffee drink, a drink. That's not a meal. That's, that's a drink to put that in perspective. When I run for an hour and I run seven plus miles in an hour, I burn 1.1, 1,100 calories running without stopping for an hour. An hour. Wow. Damn. Well, How long daily, does it take? Well, what's your daily calorie input? 2,000? Uh, is an average diet for 2,500 for males, 18 to 2,000 for females. So this is dang near half of your daily allotted calorie in the drink. How does science give a male-female calorie intake if there's no difference? That's We better write the science, folks. (laughs) We we better, Dave. We just exposed a a loophole. Let's write them. I'm a them, so (laughs) I'm out of this. Well, they are going to be fat. <laughs> they and them. <laughs> they are to, all going to be fat. Just going to have to average that. those numbers out, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Or give a range. Well, identify as how come I'm gaining weight? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe your metabolism still identifies <laughs> as your birth sex. I'm chubby challenged. But yeah, dude, to put that in perspective, like how long you could drink one of those drinks in five minutes? And dude, that's a. Th- that's that's an hour's worth of solid running straight at, at a heart rate level uh, three or above. So your zones, right? You have zone one, two, three, and four. Four is max. Three is like borderline. Two is aerobic. One is warm up. So to put your heart at a level three for an hour, you burn off one of those drinks. And that's how many people nuts. are doing that a day? I uh, see people. A fraction. You know, Very small. Like on church on Sundays, there's people walking in with a Starbucks all the time. I mean, it's it's everywhere. Everyone's walking around. With, and not the little one. I mean, I don't usually go. The venti. If, if I do, I get the little teeny thing, right? But man, they got these big, huge things. 
I don't know what the calories on those big, huge ones. The yeah, but dang, everything gets a little bigger. You know, they add yep. more sugar. Give me the big gulp. It's crazy, yeah. dude. Yep. It's absolutely crazy, and it's again comfort, right? Like we went up on the mountain this last weekend. We disappeared up in the woods. And I made coffee with a percolator. Oh, the best. Just mm. water and coffee. Mm-hmm. And and dude, that coffee was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like had to turn it on and slowly let it boil, let it percolate, let it make coffee. And just drinking black coffee. When you get to the bottom, there's a few grounds in there. But that's okay. You're on the mountain, man. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. That's right. But uh, like dude, there's, there's beauty in that. And that's that's a luxury technically like to just be able sure to is. turn a knob and have yeah. Oh, yeah. propane and fire and and make coffee without building a fire Instead and waiting of, and, yeah build the fire yeah. yeah yeah like it's totally yep. luxury but now you don't even have to get out of your car dude people will bypass buying coffee if they have to even get out of their car and walk into a store it's true like it's just crazy i mean it's comfort and it's the same thing man you can apply that mindset you know, almost everything. When yeah. I was, when you guys were talking, I was thinking about this too, is like how many of us really do have a lot of faith in our homes? Because the minute we walk in the door, we're flipping up the light. It's there. There's no question. It's, it's going to be there. It's, we yeah. it's turn right. the tap on. We hit the shower. You turn it's the heater warm. Up. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's fresh water and all that. We have been so spoiled because you know, our, our town is full of homeless. I, I'm going to take a little uh, side sidebar here. So our town is full of homeless. And if you guys haven't noticed North Avenue, it is a mess. If you if you haven't driven down North Avenue lately, it is a nightmare. It is buggies and carts and homeless all up and down, strewn all over the place. North Avenue has become a, a very strange place. Anyway, out there, North Avenue is, well, used to be the hub of a lot of commercial and fine restaurants and good businesses and, you know, grocery stores, liquor stores, whatever. Um, but now it's become kind of a homeless highway, if you will. So the thought that was going through my head is as I travel and I travel a little bit too, most of it by car, but um on our deserts, we have a lot of the homeless people out there too. People that are randomly living in motorhomes. If you guys haven't checked that out, over a thousand people on the desert by itself. Wow! Just so you know, just all close along. By here. Yes. Wow. Yep. <laughs> but guess who? Dang. Guess what? People, if things ever collapse with comfort, <laughs> guess who's going to survive the easiest? Is the homeless. Right. Because they're used to it. They're not spoiled. The people that are in these big cities that have never roughed it, never had power outages, never had problems, never had a situation where they have have always had and never had to do without, it's going to be a serious problem. And that leads into some other things that we could probably go down rabbit holes with, with right. our economy and yeah. well, war. Well, take, take the car, for example, right? So you get someone so used to driving a Tesla. And they got the little turn, the mirror indicator and the seat vibrator mm-hmm. and, the you know, all those features mm-hmm. and whatnot. You put them in a, a manual. What, Lost. Like an old 
40-year-old yeah. manual truck or something. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's <laughs> the gonna start? They're going to just turn and how like, do you start it? someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to start it? Remember, <laughs> if they can even get it moving. Yeah, That's yeah. because that they well, can even get car, it off the... Car on. <laughs> car, car on? They're pushing the... Where you Hello? Put the key. Um, begin. Car start. Yeah, yeah your, your push start's yeah. not working here. <laughs> how, how many remember where the old starter used to be on the left-hand foot? Oh, yeah. Down here. Doom. And then your... Yep. You had your starter, and then you had your bright and dimmer. Yeah, dimmer. Yeah. 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 I really miss that. Yeah. I really miss that control. dimmer down there. Yeah. I don't like hands free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so comfort is definitely something that we are we we've taken for granted. I remember the days where, and we're we're go, we're getting to a point here, but I remember the days my folks were post World War II survivors, if you will. Where I remember even a bar of soap, what was left over with the soap, we had to throw in a can that was going to be, it was supposed to be melted down later. Shoelaces. We had to take all of our broken shoelaces, put them in a can. Just things that, and tin, you realize a lot of our old toothpaste holders were made of tin. We had to save all that. That's post-World War. Nails. You bend the yes, nails back, yep. straighten them out. No, you right? didn't throw them away. Oh, yeah. You had to reuse yeah. all that stuff. And so we've lost that. I mean, we've lost the the survival skills that our ancestors did and our great grandpas and different yeah. things. So um, coming soon, I have a feeling a lot of those things that we've taken for granted are going to catch up with us. Yeah, well, just look at the past. Where have we come from and where are we going, right? I'm kind of curious to see like what's next because the the rate of the comfort it's just like everything else right it, it's exponentially increasing with the the comfort factor and they're selling us new stuff marketing new make your life easier quicker better faster we need it now microwave society <laughs> right and i gotta say you know i'm guilty of a lot of that stuff too right i use the microwave i you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's hard to how do you insulate yourself from all of that right mm-hmm. so they do make life more comfortable and enjoyable right but yeah at what point do you say you know what maybe i don't need that <laughs> right yeah I don't want the $80,000 truck. That's it for me. No, I don't need that. After that, then I don't need anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's I got to have that truck though. Yeah. After that, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I, man, I just, I think one more gun. Yeah. One more yeah. gun <laughs> and then I'm done. More. I just need one more gun. Then I'm done. Oh, wait. That's it. Yeah. I need bullets. One more. Just one more. Damn it. Forget the bullets. One more box. One ah. more box. Man, there was a sale. One more gun. <laughs> that was a good price. Well, unless it's on sale, then that's, uh, that's a different story. <laughs> Almost doesn't count. <laughs> it's, uh, I had to buy it. I, it would be illegal if I walked away. <laughs> Saving money, spending money. That's, that's right. That's right. No, I, man, I there's there's just a I think there's a big difference between making your life more comfortable and having no idea how to live without it. That's right? the key, right there. I think. So and I and I think that the point of all that or or maybe the the warning to heed is just that simply like look around your daily life and and just think what would I do if and if you don't know what you would do if that were to disappear maybe you should start learning how to do these things now before you're forced to to learn it in crisis mode because like I don't man I, I'm not a I'm not a prepper or a doomsday guy because, you know, life's meant to be lived. But 
what I will say is there is a large amount of comfort that comes with self-reliance and experience and also confidence knowing that if something were to go crazy for a little while, I feel like I have a very high survival probability rate because I know how to do things and I know how things work. I know how to tinker. I know how to mechanic. I know how to, I know how things are supposed to kind of go together. And, and that's not, man, that's not bragging. That's just being curious and learning about things and how they work. So that way, if something were to go away or something were to break down, I don't have to rely on someone else all the time. So I think that could be an easy start. Like, just, just think about that. Like, what would I do if, what would I do if, what if, what if my power went out for two weeks? What, what's my plan? Mm-hmm. Generator, fire up that generator. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Move, move right. it outside. <clears throat> step, step one, make sure the generator is in a vented area away from debris where it won't catch yeah. things on fire. And, and then you've got to pick what you can run off of said generator. Mm-hmm. So depending on how many volts and what it puts out, like you may just want to run your refrigerators to keep your food good. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna be able to run Netflix and all that other goofy stuff. Your, your AC yeah, all night. Right? Like just, just knowing what you have and what it will allow you to live with is a start. Yeah. Like you don't have to buy a survival guide and, go off the deep end and any of that stuff, mm-hmm. but man, just a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. Yep. And preparing for a few little outages and yeah. some inconveniences or, yeah. or so. I finished that one second after book, Dave, that, you that, that kind of <gasps> keeps you in on good. Uh, you did. Good, you finished yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. Skills. Wow. The things that you will need skills and community. Skills. Yep. We yep. need each other. Yeah. Skills. So, exactly. Skills. Doesn't matter yep. what you used to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grab a shovel, yeah. <laughs> which end goes down. Uh, you're out. <laughs> is, is it right-handed or left-handed? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the plug-in on this thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just have an auto Excuse run. Excuse me. Um, my shovel doesn't have a plug-in. <laughs> yeah. Is your Bluetooth? Class? Yeah. Uh, is this Wi-Fi? Is the battery in the handle? Is that where it's at? <laughs> it's not moving. Mine's not It's digging. not moving. <laughs> Do I like twist it to turn it on? I mean, I don't shovel on. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's voice activated. Okay. <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. What do you do, man? Dig now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the discussion over the hoe. Hoe on. Yeah. <laughs> How do you turn on your hoe? You guys are gonna get slapped so hard. You know that, don't you? <laughs> Don't say that in front of your wife. <laughs> uh, we're talking about gardening tools. Oh, Dave. sorry, sorry. Yeah, geez, it's cultivating, cultivating <laughs> agriculture. Ah, oh, man, that the whole comfort thing is a, is a big deal, and I I feel like that's a again, like what what are you mm-hmm. what are you doing with your life today to ensure that you have that? And I think if people had some of that self reliance. I think anxiety levels would go down at the very least. You know what I mean? And and in that, I mean, you, you have to have community. So reaching out and talking to people and maybe learning something from somebody, like then you're making connections, dude. It's well, uh, in your kids too. I'm struggling like, because, you know, our parents had things or didn't have things that we grew up with, mm-hmm. just like we 
didn't have things that our kids are growing <laughs> up with. So trying to get them to appreciate how far it's it's come to is has been kind of a challenge. Yeah, and can we live without? There's, you know, what what is it that we can actually live without? Yeah, because you know, let's let's say let's let's do a scenario of um, yes, please. Let's say grid goes down for let's see a week. How do you live with that in extreme heat or even in yeah. extreme cold? Can you do it yeah. without your air conditioner? There's no power. What are you going to do? You're going to have to learn to live without. You know, right. there's there's things you can do. There's if you have water. There's ways you can almost air condition your house with a little breeze and different things. But um, you know, all these conveniences we have have really spoiled us to where we wouldn't know how to live. Can you can you even light a candle at night instead of you know flipping your light switch? Can you live without the the power that way? Um, Blankets, you know, keeping warm in, in the yeah. evenings and so forth, and then crank your generator only when you need it, if you have one, or do you even have a generator? So, right. I don't know. There's so many things to think about. Can you live without? Yeah. But yeah, check your comfort level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody would be absolutely surprised on what human beings can live without. When you think about that, just from a just from a historical standpoint, right? Like to live in caves, humans survived. So we go from that to now we need $80,000 trucks with. Yeah. You know, look at the world War two stories. There's a great book by Victor Frankel back in the day. Love that book. Man's search for meaning. Yep. Mm. Great book. Yep. He explains it. Yeah. Great book. Talk about zero comfort, just the opposite, right? That. Yeah. And yeah. finding happiness and meaning with nothing, mm-hmm. literally living in a, in a camp, right? Living, living in the camps, the death camps. Yeah. And, and be like a shed in the middle of winter nowadays. Like, yeah. Could you live in a, with a bunch of other people like, like crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good, good book, man. Yeah. That's a good book. Uh, that's a great, that's a great mindset book, you know, to remind us how good we have it. And, exactly. You know, I think there's there's it puts a lot of perspective. Said that. Yeah. Right? Again, back to that perspective thing. You you really need to look back, look at some some of these life stories of people who've done without, and like, wow, okay, we got it. We got it. They're happy. Good. They survived. Yeah, and they survived. They prospered. Yeah. And yeah. you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a ton to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a ton. It's every day, man. I'll tell you. Don't take it for granted. That's right. And we have. That's right. A lot. I think a lot of us, it's, we do, we do, man. But as long as you call yourself out, check yourself once in a while, you know, look yourself in the mirror. Hey, this calorie thing's really bothering me because I had some ice cream this afternoon and <laughs> I, I didn't run and I, I really feeling guilty here, fellas. So that's <laughs> ah, all about balance, man. It yeah. is. It's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy how much you can actually exert without changing your diet at all. You know, like start, man, sorry, I'm going to go off on a little running tangent here. So uh, earmuffs for all those people that are tired of hearing about it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, starting this journey into running and running long distances and, and whatever. When I first got started, you know, there there's no... There's a lot of people that want to help. There's a lot of people that want to give you advice and tell you, hey, man, try this or do this or make sure you're doing this or make sure you're not doing that. 
And kind of what I found is like you can you can do physically if you can just work through the pain and work through the conditioning it takes to get to the next step. You can do so much more right now with exactly what you're doing and not doing than you could ever imagine. Like you don't need to go buy a bunch of supplements and go get on a bunch <laughs> of crazy diets and all this if you just get active. Like you can take that no matter what you're eating and not eating right now if you just started being more active and you 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 physically pushed yourself to see how far you could take it without changing any other aspect of your life, you would be completely amazed at how far you could go before you had to start planning your nutrition. I agree. So don't, don't get lost. Don't get lost in the hamster wheel of all the, I'd say the sports nutrition guru gimmicks. Just get more active. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty easy thing to do. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need any of that, man. You go lift rocks. Go pick up a rock, set it down a hundred times. <laughs> Does that mean for, I for have free. to get off my chair? Yeah, right. <laughs> get off right. My chair. Just get a rock for your chair. A rock oh, chair. There's, okay. Yeah, yeah, just lift the rock in and out of your chair. <laughs> yeah. Put it in your lap. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. That sit is down. a good start. That's yeah. a really good start. Yeah, if you can't do that, tie a rock to your TV remote. Lift it up. Change the channel. Set it down. <laughs> lift it up. Change the channel. Set it down. <laughs> The old Anything, Fl- man. Flintstone style. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, guys. Yeah, the comfort thing, man, is tough. It's yes. tough because comfort. We are addicted to comfort. Mm-hmm. We are addicted to comfort. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And the mind, dude. Your mind is wired that way. How do I make this easier? Without even. You don't even need to consciously think that. And your mind is subconsciously already trying to mold and learn and make you more efficient and faster and better and easier. Preserve calories. So survival goes back to work harder, not smarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what I'm taking from this? Yeah. (laughs) Work harder to be smarter. Oh, okay. That's it. (laughs) To live longer to become smarter? I don't know. Something like that. Work harder is smarter. You know, lift with your back, not your legs. Yeah, you know the thing. Yeah, yeah. You know the thing. Yeah. I got you. I'm following you. Yeah, yeah. Let me fall up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) I fell up the escalator for 25 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Well, shoot, fellas. I guess, man. Well, that being said, it's a whole lot of discussion about comfort, but it's, it's, it needs to be said. It's all training in your mind. I am very comfortable right now. I might say, mm-hmm. just throw that out there. I feel stay, a little stay too comfortable, comfortable. America. That's right. <laughs> Not too comfortable. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep one eye on your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Please. I beg you to have those conversations with your family and friends. This chaos no one is immune. It, it knows no bounds. So please pay attention. Be safe. Pay attention. Look out for each other. That's right. Please. Thanks for listening. Amen. Yep. Peace out. Peace out.